have another wonderful gospel text from St. Luke about Zacchaeus, the tax collector, and God's great mercy. But I'd like to say a word about the reading from wisdom. Typically, in our ordinary time especially, the church chooses a selection from the Old Testament, so it's from a variety of different books that help offer a key that shed light on the gospel text. Now the Bible, and especially the, well, is, is not a book, even though it's all bound together in one volume, uh, it's a whole library. And the New Testament was written within a, a generation, a couple of generations after the time of Jesus, a very condensed period of time. But the Old Testament was written over a period of, of hundreds of years. Now the Book of Wisdom is the last of all the Old Testament books to be written. So it means it's close to Jesus in time, but it's also so very close to the New Testament perspective. And that's what we see in today's reading. So over the, from the beginning of time, God was revealing himself gradually, preparing for the decisive intervention, the incarnation, God enter, entering into our human flesh. And God was always known to be powerful. His power in the, is revealed as mercy and love for all creation. The Book of Wisdom responds to the question of why, O Lord, do the wicked prosper? Why does God's justice delay? Why don't you smite our enemies now? Well, sometimes maybe we're that enemy and uh, we're grateful that God gives us time. So in the, in the text, if we take a brief look at the, the wisdom text, before the Lord, the whole universe, so just try to picture the whole universe, how vast it is. The whole universe before the Lord is as a grain from a balance or a drop of morning dew come down upon the earth. The immensity of God, the majesty, and how small in comparison is all of the universe. It continues, but you have mercy on all because you can do all things and you overlook people's sins that they may repent. So when we realize that God is giving us time for our conversion, overlooking our sins so that we can repent, that delay is good news. Then it says, for you love all things that are. You loathe nothing that you have made. For what you hated, you would not have fashioned. You spare all things because they are yours, O Lord and lover of souls. It's a Beautiful, beautiful text, and it just feels like it's from the New Testament. It's preparing us for Jesus. We have a wonderful gospel story from St. Luke about the tax collector. And uh, striking to me uh, is that he has a, a name. It's one of the few moments when we, when we get that. And... Uh, I'd suggest that you, as you read and spend time with this text, you recall one that we had a couple of months ago. Uh, Jesus told a parable about a rich man and a poor man. The, the, 
rich man dressed luxuriously and ate sumptuously every day, paid no attention to the poor man at his doorstep who yearned to eat the crumbs that fell from the rich man's table. And then they die, and the poor man is in heaven with, with Abraham. The rich man was on the other side. There's a large gulf that could not be passed. And the poor man had a name, the rich man didn't. Remember the poor man's name? Lazarus, Lazarus. So I suggest that uh, you keep that text in today's in mind, where we have another rich man who ends up also with Abraham, Zacchaeus. Now, sometimes in the church, we have people uh, dividing us into two groups. The poor people are the good guys, the rich people are the bad guys. The truth is that we are all bad guys. We're sinners. And if we were sincere at the beginning of Mass, penitential rite, we were confessing that truth that we have sinned in many ways. We are all bad guys, called to be good guys, to be saints. We have those wonderful days coming up this week of all saints and all souls that remind us that we are part of that communion of saints. We are all called to conversion, to change our hearts, to know and love and follow Jesus. And we can learn from Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus was a very rich man, a chief tax collector in a very rich city, Jericho, where the Jordan River can be crossed from the far side and then where the road goes up to Jerusalem. So there was a lot of taxes to be collected. But he was also not loved by the people, probably hated, and uh, he would have been unhappy and lonely. And he was a little man in stature, but little in his soul as well. So like each of us, Zacchaeus was made for happiness, made for an encounter with God. And this day was his chance, and he was going to take advantage of it. Word had gotten out that Jesus of Nazareth was coming through Jericho on his way up to Jerusalem. Said to be the Messiah, the Son of God. And so there was sort of a parade of one, Jesus, and crowds around him in every direction. Zacchaeus wanted to get a glimpse of Jesus, but he got so much more. So you could picture Zacchaeus looking at that crowd, and if he went into the crowd and tried to get to the front, he probably would have not made it. People didn't want to make room for this guy. He probably would have been elbowed and maybe kicked and knocked about, too short to see over anyone, eager to encounter Jesus. So there's a, almost a, a comic element to the telling of this story. He's very astute. He knows how to think ahead. So he, this old man, you know, runs ahead and climbs a tree and gets a perch where he can see Jesus. And Jesus spots him and says, Zacchaeus, come down. Today I must stay at your house. What an utter surprise. 
And the man responds immediately. A sinner roundly hated. This was his day of grace, of conversion, and of great joy. And Zacchaeus promised Jesus to change radically, to give half of his wealth to the poor, and with the other half to repay four times what he had cheated anyone of. So that day, that encounter with Jesus, everything changed. That can be our story as well. Jesus told Zacchaeus, today salvation has come to this house because this man too is a descendant of Abraham. You can look at those two stories and sort of join them together. Conversion, encountering Jesus. With Abraham in heaven, Zacchaeus and Lazarus, the rich man and the poor man. Because the Son of Man has come to seek and to save what was lost. That's us, bad guys called to be good guys. That's amazing grace. For I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind, but now I see.